in five, four, three, two, one. Guess who's back? Back again. Jesse's back. Tell your friends. Jesse's back. 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 Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Hello and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host Ross and I'm joined by everyone's favourite uncle, it's Clay. Woohoo! Hello again. I'm putting extra pauses in for no apparent reason and the deliciousness of cheeseness. It's delicious cheese, (laughs) aka Reese. It is. Hello. And just to say, that little bit of music that you heard at the beginning was actually Clay singing, and that was a promo tweet from last week. Just oh, Clay, geez. sorry, that's getting played, because that was amazing. Uh, oh, that's I, I had a little, little bit, bit of so. fun making that tweet, so. <laughs> I had a, I the songs always do well in this podcast for some reason. I had a lot of fun uh, just listening uh, to it. By the way, guys, it's episode 40. Oh, yay! It's, it's almost a one-year one anniversary. That's I right. Know. We missed a few weeks as well, yeah. so we'd be closer. So we usually start the podcast with what we've been playing. So Clay, I believe you were sharpening some swords at the weekend. I was actually. Uh, it was more like axes. I think I'm full on. A few questions. I was axing. Let me ax you something. I was uh, full on Viking mode in For Honor beta, and really digging it. To be honest, I. Uh, Do you have any? Accidents? Uh, I did. Actually, you know what? Actually, was crazy? you did, don't you mean? Actually, uh, <laughs> Sorry. this is revenge for you last week, Ross. I was uh, I was close to one of the ledges, and I was going. I wonder if I could get knocked off of this. And sure enough, <laughs> the AI <laughs> kicked my rear end right off the ledge there. And so it's so caliber style. Exactly. The, the AI in that game, the bots are no joke. I was getting my rear end handed to me left and right until probably. I feel like it was like 20 games in before I really started to get the flow of things and uh, was lasting a little longer than I normally was when I get first got started. Fun, fun game. Still debating on if I'm going to pick it up day one, but uh, I feel like that's something that could really hold my attention. That's for sure. You love Ubisoft. I do, I do. It's a little, a little odd. Hopefully they get some Rainbow Six Siege skins in there. <laughs> or better yet, can I get some For Honor skins in my Rainbow Six Siege? <laughs> Just running around in, in Rainbow Six as a Viking. That would be good. I'd pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Reese, what about you? Um, I have only... No, actually, I've been playing two games. Uh, the first one is that I have been playing the majority of the time is uh, still Pit People. I'm, I'm still hooked, having a good time. Just got to catch them all, trying to catch all the dudes and level up all the dudes and earn all the hats. And and, and uh, I managed to beat the, the co-op, the unfair co-op challenge. That's what it's called. Uh, so so I was quite happy with that. 
my girlfriend and I. And um, the other game I have been playing is I tried a little bit of I Am Bread. Phenomenal game. Well, there's lots of words you could use to describe that game. I'm not sure if I'd use phenomenal, but... Uh, <laughs> Frustrating? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of curse words that I'm not really allowed to say that Ross can't before without Ross beeping them out. But uh, yeah, it's, I, it's it's a game where you're bred, and <laughs> it's it, it is what you make of it. It it reminded me a lot of uh, Dangerous Golf, but with no golf balls, but with toast and yeah, anger. I was say with lots of bread. Yeah, with, with lots of bread. Wait, I feel as if this is a game that needs a trial. Just so people can see what the mechanics like mm. to get to grips with it, it's a phenomenal game, and it's got it's got a learning curve, yeah, like a proper learning curve to it. And I've been playing it a lot this week as well, and I, I've I've fallen in love with it. I really, really have, and it's mainly because my six year old won't stop laughing when he's sitting beside me, and that cracks me up, and. It's just such a fun game, but I can get that. It's very, very frustrating when you've manoeuvred yourself across a fridge which has been opening by itself and jumped over via wall or um, over like books or whatever you have to do to get to that toaster. And then you just do something stupid and fall to the ground. Ah. And the sort of mechanic is it that the longer you spend in the ground, the, the, the counter drops down from 100% of your, edibility. Yeah, your edibility yeah. rating. You can add stuff to it. You can go over jam, go over butter. You can do whatever you want before you get to the toaster. Yeah, I, but I never thought that the, the five-second rule would actually become like a video game mechanic. <laughs> I've never heard a better description of that game. It should just have been called that. The yeah, fuck, right? not I am bread, just the five-second rule. Just back from five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, if you haven't a chance, please do check out that that game. Additionally, I I think I said this to you. I started the cave. I've now finished that. Oh, did you enjoy it? I loved it. I thought it was really, really, really good. Uh, very close to, to games that I liked as a kid. So uh, I was right into like Maniac Mansion and things like that when I was younger, and and it, it felt quite close to that, but just brought forward to a modern age. Um, and uh, because it's been Games of Gold, I, I tried Killer Instinct, but I am terrible at that game. Oh, I meant to try that. I mean, not try it. I've, I've played it uh, previous. I think, didn't it, wasn't there a free version of that when the Xbox was first released? Yes, there always has been. Certain characters, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have one free character that rotates every month. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But we... we we now have season one and season two of Games of Gold. Yeah, exactly. So. There's, there's only but, you know, I get my fighting fill out of that. I do have Injustice as well, to be fair, which is backwards compatible. I've never been too into that genre, but it is a quality game. I'm just terrible. I just can't do anything in it. <laughs> <laughs> a button basher at its purest. But you know, it does have the gold. best, unquestionably the best, fighting game tutorial in the game. Like... It's phenomenal. It takes you through every single thing from how to actually move your character to like incredibly uh, high level tournament uh, terminology and hit scanning and hit boxes and all this crazy stuff. Like, you know how the Xbox had an update if you're in preview or insider, should I call mm-hmm. now, that you can uh, have a second controller? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm thinking about getting my six-year-old to help me play that game because he is ten times better than me. <laughs> is oh, it just dear. button mashing? 
That's all like, yeah, it is. For yeah. him, it's it's Rocket League terms. It's calculated. Um, <laughs> it's you know he he knows what he's doing. I just can't get to grips with it. It says a lot about me, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we find out what's been happening in the subreddit. Might as yeah. well. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. So first of all, immediately after we recorded last week, what happened? Uh, the February 2017 Games of oh, Gold right. announced. Oh, right, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally walked off and they'd been announced. It was ridiculous. But uh, So in Xbox One, we're going to be getting Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time Ooh. and Project Cars Digital Edition. Yeah. And on Xbox 360, it's Monkey Island 2 Special Edition, followed by Star Wars The Force Unleashed. So first question, how many do you own out of those four? Uh, That's that's all except for Project Cars. Okay, Clay? Uh, I own none of these and really looking forward to Star Wars. Oh, dude, you are set. (laughs) I am going to be loving (laughs) it. Lovers is a fantastic fantastic local co-op game and you can play it with your kids it's amazing uh monkey island 2 is one of the best adventure games ever made star wars is probably one of the best star wars games ever made and well you know project cars is project cars now, I, I, this is can't be spoilers because it's a, quite an older game this is the one where you start as darth vader isn't it yes yeah, that you can't. I don't remember being a better introduction to a game than that. Yeah, you just walk around slaughtering <laughs> Wookies and stuff. You can even kill your own troops if you want. <laughs> they, they just start you off totally OP. Um, Project Cars, I'm quite excited about just because I've finished Forza now, and I, although I keep on going back, it'd be nice to try a different racing game. But it's going to be hard to live up. Wait, there's an end? There's an actual end to the Forza game? There's no end to well, Forza. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've sort of finished with You've it. You've done everything? You've done every event? Yeah, I've done everything I want to do. Yeah. Did so. you pick up the Blizzard challenge thing, the DLC? I didn't. I will pick that up probably in a sale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I will pick that up at one point. You can't get polar opposites, can you? Did you see what I did there? Oh. Um, with, with like Australian beaches to blizzards? Yeah, there's so many blizzards in Australia, you just, they're just out of control. <laughs> I did think that when I read it. I was like, that's a bit of a strange choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want you to pick one. You can only play one of these games. What one is it? Who are you asking? Everyone. Oh. Myself. Lovers. Lovers. Clay. Stir Wars. Yeah. Stir Wars. And for me, just because I haven't tried it, it's going to be Project Cars. Oh, nice. Okay, well. Yeah, at least we've all got different choices for a change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next story, Clay? Yeah, um, the next story is one that actually surprised me a little bit. MindLinker89 posted the Ace Combat 7 trailer, and it immediately like shot up to the top of the subreddit, and I wasn't really expecting that. I didn't think that many people were interested in uh, the Ace Combat series, but clearly there are, and it looks like Ace Combat to me. Well, it looks like an airplane, yeah, I mean, really nice airplane simulator type arcade game. Ace Combat was hit like the peak of popularity in the PS1 and the PS2 era. Not only were flight combat games popular, but also like uh, like space combat games like Colony Wars and, and, and that sort of stuff. 
but then they all just sort of you know fell off the radar um, but now they're sort of making something of a resurgence and I think it's it's like the right time for me the fright, flight sim is coming back because of VR because it's a perfect thing you are sitting in a stationary chair while things are moving round about you the same as driving games and that is just perfect for VR for me mm-hmm. that is what you would want from a VR experience and I can see that that well in my opinion that's why they're coming back but I'm seriously excited about this the only sort of fighter jet type game that I've been in is probably GTA recently huh. yeah yeah when, it's true i you know guys, around in anything lately when <laughs> lately uh, <laughs> when, when when i was uh, when i was a kid uh back in 1997 i think it was um it was i think it was ace combat 2 uh had just come out for the ps1 and i didn't have ace combat 2 but i I had the the PS1 demo disc, um, and one of the games on one of the demo discs that I had was the demo for Ace Combat 2, and I just used to uh, fly through the city uh, as quickly as I could uh, in uh, through the between the buildings while while blasting the soundtrack to Top Gun. That's the way Partic- to do it. Particularly <laughs> Danger Zone, uh, attempting not to hit the buildings, and I almost always did. And I'm actually very, very secretly looking forward to reenacting that <laughs> in well, this game. I, well, you know what? Uh, I, 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 you know what I was thinking about with this game was in the speaking of when you were a kid was when I was a kid. I went to the arcades and would play Afterburner, oh. and it was the Afterburner where you could actually sit inside the, the one machine. that tilted. Yes, that was like oh. the best gaming experience when i was a kid it was probably like a dollar to play one game Mm -hmm. (laughs) so all right uh i know this is gonna cost me my allowance for the week but uh i gotta play this game dude it was just amazing you you have to go to you have to go to japan and go to the uh joyopolis in tokyo uh it's like like sega world basically like an indoor theme park they have these uh it's like this one arcade machine that's basically afterburner uh, that that sort of design, but on steroids. Like this thing can actually flip 360, like upside down, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. It is it is incredible. You you need to get in on that. Now moving on, how do you guys feel about micro transactions in games? I love them. I use them all the time. <laughs> Take my credit card. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I love it. <laughs> well, um, gaming since 95, let us know this week that Injustice, Injustice 2, should I say, will not have any micro transactions. And I think that was possibly after the slight backlash after Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion on micro transactions as a whole. In my opinion, it depends on the microtransactions because they can be done really, 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 like in a really scummy and, and manipulative and, and awful kind of way. Peter one. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, yeah. Or like holding, like like basically ransomware where you hold a really important stuff to ransom. Like, for example, having one of the most interesting companions in Mass Effect 3 be DLC, what the actual expletive. Um, and then there's stuff like, you know, just harmless cosmetic crap basically you know hats in team fortress or or you know 
rainbow guns in Gears of War. Yep. You know, if, if someone wants to spend some extra money to keep the service ticking over and, and have a rainbow gun, that's that's on them. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Gears of War has had a little bit of, of you could almost say backlash with regards to it. The some of the the characters essentially can be considered against paywall behind paywalls, but you can earn your way in. I'm not adverse to these either. In fact, I, I use them in two games, um, FIFA, and I also have used them in Rocket League for cosmetic items, mm-hmm. two very different styles of microtransactions. But I looked it up, so, you know, the amount of hours that I've got out of both those games this year, they're my two most played games this year. And I don't really mind because of the enjoyment that I've got from them. In Rocket League, I think I look really, really cool. And I'm always getting asked to trade things because of the keys that I've bought to unlock the, the actual items. And in FIFA, although you can win packs or play games to get packs, at the beginning of the game, I wanted this like advantage, essentially have a better team uh, to play online. So I, you know, I put my hand in my pocket and I, I, I did get them. And it's very, very opposite. But I do not have anything against the two of them because it was my decision and I could have enjoyed both games without them. Mm-hmm. So for me, as, lo- as long as it's not intrusive, yeah. it does not bother well, me. I mean, I, 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 um, about four or five years ago, I, I used to play a lot of uh, League of Legends. I think everyone sort of goes through that phase. And I bought maybe two or three skins for, for characters. And like the reason I didn't even buy them because I really needed them or even really wanted them. I just actually wanted to give some money to Riot for giving me like you know 150 hours of gameplay for yeah. free like <laughs> i think you guys have earned 10 bucks there you go like yeah. thank you very much and you know i can tell you the 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 best piece of dlc that i ever bought was the utterly pointless uh voice pack for the scavenger bots in uh, Dead Space 3 uh, if, we, if you don't know in Dead Space 3 you could uh, uh, send out these little robots who would go around looking for pieces of scrap that you could use uh, later on to to craft weapons and this, this one pack did exactly as it said, it, g- it gave him a voice and it gave him this really uh, really sort of self-aware, sarcastic dry British like the, speaking mm-hmm. the Queen's voice. And it was just hilarious. I mean, it was completely out of place in a horror game, but I, I loved it. I would, I would, I'm glad that I played through the game like that. As I said, you know, you can see the decision why they've taken it out of the game, but, you know, small things like DLC for yeah. characters, I don't mind, but to proceed in the game, I wouldn't have liked for Mortal Kombat, uh, for Injustice. I, I don't understand what they would have done other than the cosmetic things, like a different outfit for the characters, or maybe a different character. Actually, the way that, in my mind, and I'll go back to Siege, is I really like the way that they've done their additional things that you can purchase. You can either hand over some cash and get it right away for skins or... Uh, other cosmetic things for your guns or for your attire or even purchasing enough credits to buy the new operators or 
you can play the game over and 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 then <laughs> earn enough credits to buy them yourselves. So it's I, I, I don't mind that model whatsoever. And if they were to do this in injustice, I would see no no issues with that as well. As long as, again, you have the ability to get those characters, anything that's really game dependent, the characters, their functionality, uh, maybe it's maps so that you can continue to play with everyone else that's uh, hitting those servers is uh, i think that's well, it was one hit fatalities wasn't it that was the big thing oh yeah maybe Mortal Kombat. Oh, additional yeah, fatalities like, yeah yeah you're buying like, you know i can understand why people did not want that why why should someone pay to not have to learn how to do yeah, something i mean we all we were all playing mortal Kombat when we were kids like being a fatality. Oh, it's late. A fatality. Although a fatality would have been even better. Um, being able to bust out a fatality on your friends at the arcade or, or when they're when you're at their place on the Nintendo or whatever, um, that was like a sign of your awesomeness because you knew how to do the fatality with that guy. Oh yeah. Random, random side tangent. Uh, can we all agree that the Mortal Kombat, the movie, the soundtrack, that one song is like the best movie <laughs> song <laughs> ever? Best soundtrack. Fight. Ed Boon, if you're listening, we love you. Oh, so much. Did you know uh, that uh, Ed Boon? His name backwards is is Noob Cybot, and that's where the character came. From. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, shoot, I did I hear that, that before actually. Yeah. Now we promised him earlier on, so here is an interview that we recorded earlier with Jordy Tommy. Xbox Snap, this week's interview. So we are now joined by Jordy Tommy, who you might know mainly, I would say, from Twitter. Is that right, Tom? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> Since I seem to see you all over every single Xbox post in Twitter with a picture or not. Uh, and of course, Clay and Reese are with me for this interview as well. So first of all, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and join us on the Reddit podcast. It's more, more, more like my bedtime, like, it's okay. <laughs> just to say, it's like Finland is two hours behind, so it's approaching midnight over there. So just oh, be glad wow. you're not Reese. Uh, I, so. <laughs> I I woke up one morning uh, with uh, with Clay to interview uh, Major Nelson at like what three thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun day. And oh. and Ross pulled over on the side of the road to interview him in his car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say Ross? I meant Clay. Yeah, Clay. But I just we know you, you. We know you, man. Yeah, you you were there in spirit. I can understand. I'm as good looking as Clay, to be honest. So. My wife once said that I'm like a fat version of Clay. Oh. <laughs> you do realize that I'm pretty big, man. I'm not that big. <laughs> you mean shredded, right? Hey, wait, guys, we have like a, a guest. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's all right. So, Tommy, uh, welcome, as I said. Do you want to just tell us and the listeners a little about who you are and, and what is it you do? So my day job is, is a 3D designer. So I do a lot of top secret stuff for big brands around the world. And, and the only reason why it's secret is because I'm working two years in advance. I do a lot of work for Pop and Gambles, Coca-Cola. So it could, it's, it's mainly retail. Yeah, very cool. it's very cool. And then I, obviously I get a lot of downtime 
because uh, a lot of my work's quite seasonal because uh, I kind of work backwards. In the summer, I'm kind of working for Christmas. So my seasons are a bit mixed up. I have to prepare for the next season in advance, you know. So in my, in my downtime, I do a lot of fan art. It's for the Xbox controllers or the consoles themselves which I kind of 3D up, and then I, I produce the graphics, wrap the graphics onto the 3D models, then render them out, put them in a, in a poster format, and then email them out to the fans. And they are very well received, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's some seriously nice designs, that's for sure. Well, the first one I ever did was, was unfortunately, it's been cancelled now, but it uh, was for Scalebound, and that's kind of how it all started. I remember yeah. seeing it, yeah. And I kind of done the grass and the tree and the dragon all in 3D. And, and then it, it was a fan request that went, can you do as a Gears of War? I think it was before Gears of 4 was going to come out. Then that got a lot of hits. And then obviously it started becoming, well, can you do me one? And can you do this game? Can you do that game? And, and it just escalated to now I'm over, I think I've done about 300 consoles for people. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Your yeah. dedication towards the Xbox community is, frankly, astounding. Uh, it oh, must be great to marry. Crap. <laughs> yeah, we just sit and talk crap, basically. But um, you, you've managed to marry your your skills and your day job into your passion, which is is Xbox, and it must be a great thrill to be received as well as you have been in the community. Oh, it's just been unbelievable. It started off with, with a few followers, and then I started getting the developers liking the stuff, and then it came where the Xbox executives started liking it, and they started following us, and it was just went crazy, you know, overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Some seriously amazing stuff. And I noticed on your on your Twitter profile also, you have the nickname Xbox Pope. Where where did that come from? What's the what's the story behind that? Well, what it was, I listened to as many podcasts as I can, you know. I think something came up and a guy had mentioned me, Geordie Tommy, and they went, how can you hear Geordie Tommy, you know? He's the Xbox Pope. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I help a lot of people behind the scenes, so I, I do I do a lot of charity work because I'm really good. I'm, I'm kind of master at what I do. I'm getting no younger now, so what I do now is I, is I teach other people well, maybe it's less fortunate or they've got the ability to draw, but they just can't get into the industry. So I kind of help them out to get their foot in the door. And that's kind of what I do behind the scenes. So they kind of look at me as guy who helps people play the Xbox Pope, you know. What I want to know is, uh, how do you feel about the Dorito Pope, Jeff Keighley? And are you guys, like, directly connected? Like, do you represent the same deity, or...? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> we... Oh, we gotta get Jeff on the podcast one time. <laughs> we can well, have you both have on a, at the same time. A pop-off? Exactly. Pop-off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that doesn't sound right. I don't, I don't know what that entails. I think we should swiftly move on from that, Reese. <laughs> yeah, so, so, sorry, Jordy, I totally wasted my question. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, at least they're calling us Geordie, because obviously, obviously I do a lot of party um, game play, and unfortunately the Americans can't say Geordie too well. It's kind of they say Gordy. Gordy. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, wow. That's I was going to say Geordie. <laughs> I need to hear Clay say it now. Just, I, I don't think I can actually say it correctly. Geordie, <laughs> Geordie. <laughs> there we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a minor victory for Finland. I'll take it. Let's move on. <laughs> mm, now, 
you've recently been everywhere in the Xbox community as you created an amazing gift for the big man, Aaron Greenberg, and Craig Duncan, who is the head of Rare on Sea of Thieves. Do you want to go into some details about how that all came about? Yes, so um, again, because of the console art thing, I kind of did the Sea of Thieves controller a few times. Obviously, I did the colour art. Um, and then I was kind of playing around and I thought, well, I'll, I'll kind of do a gold and black version. I don't know if you guys know of Xbox Addict. Yes, you mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. He's got like one of the biggest collections I've ever seen in my life, you know, of, of uh, oh, gaming, yeah. gaming product, Nintendo, Xbox, everything, you know. He says, I, I want to get it made. And I says, well, I can't because of copyright. Yeah, but we'll ask them, we'll ask them. And we ended up asking one of the guys at Rare, was it okay to make a mock-up of one, you know? The initial plan was always give one to an Xbox executive and the guys at Rare, you know? So Xbox Addict contacted Colorware because we had a slight written permission to do one. Slight. Yeah, in the sense that we couldn't sell them or we couldn't, you know, make any profit. So we kind of only got four produced but originally, I only got three produced, but uh, Xbox Addict, bless him, he, he gave me one as a gift. He kind of secretly had one done. We had the controllers in place, and then I thought, well, I can't just give them controllers. How about if I do it? A treasure chest, and then I fill it with gold coins, and I kind of put them in there, and, and it's like a nice little sort of gift box, you know? So I did a lot of uh, digging around for treasure chests on the likes of Amazon and things. Couldn't get one that'll fit the size of a controller. So then I had this idea of doing a treasure book. And, that, and that's kind of how I made the box. So one Saturday, I got some bits of wood, made these boxes by hand. You made it by hand? Yeah, I made all three of them by hand out of wood. And that's why on the on the piece of paper, you'll see me actually making all the bits and the stages, you know, and the little hinge on the door and doing all the artwork and printing it and then spraying them up in the garage. My, my garage is totally wrecked now. Worth <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, that's exactly what I said at the end, and I said that to my wife. I says, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she was in complete agreement with you. <laughs> How was it to see the reaction when they opened it? Well, that was the thing, because obviously I, I was supposed to go down to Rare and present these. But obviously, uh, things happened and I couldn't go down, you know. Oh, I can understand that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and so I says, Joe. Can you do us one big favour? Will you will you video their faces? Because I just want to see like their reaction, you know. And they ended up doing this like full on professional setup. It was like it was great, you know. <laughs> I was expecting just someone's like phone to video, you, you know. Well, see, uh, they 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 opened it in their little studio, and I've I, I've been in that room. I would have been in there with Ross, you know, if if things hadn't <laughs> happened. Uh, and they actually have like all these expensive cameras just pointing at that table. So like doing a professional thing would just been no thing at all. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously the guys from Rare started like DMing us, MR and things. Was like, we're, we're getting ready to film it. We're getting ready to film it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was getting like dead excited. And they were like, but you'll not be able to see it until tomorrow. And I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> so, so I kind of spent the night of like just waiting for this video, you know. And then it got to lunchtime, and I still hadn't heard anything from Ray. And I go, have they done it? What's happening? And then obviously I got the message saying it was live on Facebook, and I'd, yeah. I'd just literally I'd cried. A grown man cried. <laughs> oh. 
because it was just amazing to see. And, and what I did it for is, is I, I kind of didn't do it for myself. I did it for the gamers of mm-hmm. the community, um, for all the hard work that devs, everybody who does in, in Rare, all the people behind the scenes in Xbox do, even like you know you guys who do podcasts all the time because you know, people don't realise you, you, you take a, a big chunk out of your life, well, your family life, to do these things for us, you know. It was kind of my way of saying thank you to, to everyone, really. If you're listening to this and you have not seen it, you need to go online, you need to go... Uh, we'll, we'll include some information. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it below the, in the show notes. Yeah. And then, uh, if not, head over to see if these and just scroll through their feed and you'll, you'll come across. It is yeah. absolutely beautiful. And speaking of you know, the time it takes this this type of thing. How, how long do you think you spent on creating this? Because it looks like you spent a lot of time working uh, on it. So, so the, bo- the boxes were like two solid days and then it, like a bit of a day after work just you know, doing some tweaking. It was a lot of time and it was an expensive thing to do, but I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it yeah, was, it was, sure. just, it was just so much fun. Absolutely, um, and I'm and, sure they all appreciate that as well, for sure. Oh, I mean, the guys at Rev said it's pride of place in the display cabinet for forever now. They have a, a huge display cabinet in their um, like their cafeteria, uh, and in other places as well. Uh, so, <laughs> it's if it's in their display cabinet, I can assure you that like everybody who goes to Rare will be looking straight at it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I put in the message because actually I'm, I'm like severely dyslexic, so I'm not very good at reading and writing. But I wrote this uh, piece inside in like sort of pirate language, and it was basically saying to the guys, you know, if you're having a rough day, just go to the box, have a look, and say to yourself, you know, I do this hard work for the gamers. Do it for us old gamers. And, you know, uh, the, the young, the, the, for the young gamers, and for the and for the wee ones to, and the wee ones to come along. <laughs> That's right. Well, well, you know, you mentioned yourself that you are doing it for for the gamers, and of course, you dedicate so much of your own time to creating some amazing console and controller designs for the Xbox community. Um, do you have any particular favourites other than the Sea of Thieves one, of course, which of course, I'm sure holds a fond memory? I'll tell you the one that went absolutely crazy, and I, I didn't expect it to really, but was Crackdown 3. I think it ended up becoming someone number one on Instagram or something. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, it just went absolutely... Uh, I I'm, and I'm that was furiously a tr- googling it now. <laughs> it was a kind of joy because um, a lot of them took sort of like a graphical influence. Whilst with a Crackdown 3 one, it was more as if a bit like the Gears controller, where they kind of got a laser and they kind of just cut into the console and the controller, and then little bits of it were starting to light up a bit like Tron. And that was kind of like the idea. But I think a lot of people don't realise when I do these controllers, and then they look at them later on, they go, "How did you put?" that information in here because that was so close to to me that was quite personal how did you do that and it was like because obviously i, I kind of get to know people first before i, I design them so I, I tried to sort of inject a little bit of personality into the so it might look like a gears 4 controller but it's actually got some hidden messages in there that's quite personal to them and that's kind of how i attach it to that that person you know i think it's 
pretty safe to say that you make me, Clay, and Ross all seem like horrible people. Lazy <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> as well. You know what? My self-esteem is just taking a huge hit here. So, um, <laughs> Jordy, how about you just tell us what, what kind of games do you actually play? Like, what, what kind of a gamer are you? I'm a funny one. Because, I, I, you know what it is? I, I first started off on the ZX Spectrum, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, be back in the day, you know, and then that kind of progressed to a one, two, eight when, you know, when funds were a bit better. Drifted into a Commodore Amiga, then I finally hit the PC. I did skirt around one or two consoles, but it was my son that actually got us into Xbox because when he was old enough, I took him to a game actually, and I says, right, what do you want, a PlayStation or do you want an Xbox? He kind of just said, I want an Xbox because he just loved the controller, he loved how it felt and it, and it was easy for him in his small hands type thing to, to sort of play, you know. So I says, right, that, let's do that. And then that's kind of mainly when I started getting into games. And I would say I was probably more of a shooter. So at the minute, my my favourite game is like Rainbow Six. I'm oh. a huge Rainbow Ooh, Six oh, player. No. <laughs> oh, tell us about it. You're looking play, forward to that new DLC? It. <laughs> I know I so, am. <laughs> so I've actually I've actually got the season pass too because me and my son both like my son now is is my gaming buddy. He's like the next generation, so you know you've got to kind of look after the next gen and sort of carry it on, you know. But yeah, me and him, we just buddy up and and I think that's the beauty with Xbox as well is the, f- the fact that they do the um you know the family share and and the the crossplay as well. The oh, it's just fantastic. Anywhere. Um, and people don't realise that until maybe they start like having to invest into two Xboxes or two scenarios where you, you want to play a game together, but you can't because you haven't got. But now you can because Xbox has made it available, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Did, and, Ross, and, did you have a, you, you and your wife were playing Gears or something? Uh, Forza. Forza, was it? Yeah. Um, I haven't tried Gears yet, but yeah, the Play Anywhere meant we can do that. My son's now got an Xbox, so I can totally relate to that. The things that the console can do family-wise is amazing, even the streaming to the laptop. If my wife's watching the TV, my kid's sleeping, I can just stream to the laptop and keep on playing. It's, it really is a family console when you when you boil down to it. That is, everything has been fought through gamers of a certain age with kids and things like that and allowing them to yeah. game the way that they want to do it's the perfect console for that and that's kind of why as a brand we started loving it even more and i think more i got involved with youtubers or podcasters and people in the community i just started falling in love with the people Mm. So yeah, going back to that, it's, it, I would say I'm a, I'm a shooter. So I love Titanfall. I love Titanfall. <laughs> You're a natural at this podcasting, Tommy, because that's what we'll be talking about. I love, I love Rainbow. I love is it is it Ast- Astroneer? Astroneer? Astroneers, yeah. Astroneer. Oh god, I'm so addicted <laughs> to that game. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Now we've mentioned some of the amazing designs that you've done. What's the easiest place for people to go and check them out? Um, probably just on my uh, on my Twitter feed, really. Um, what, what's your Twitter? It's Jordy Tommy. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm afraid, you know, as a podcast, we have to ask really, really serious questions at one point. So we're going to just roll with it and just come straight out with the toughest question you will probably ever be asked. And that is, 
what classic video game character would you knock out with one punch? Does it have to be really classic? No, no, you can... Define your own classic. Define your own classic, exactly. Because there's there's one game, and and I love playing it with people, but it it just... I I just get so annoyed because I die more. I die more than than I actually kill. And it's got to be somebody out of Halo... Five. That game just rages me, but I love it to death. <laughs> <laughs> Any so, that were one character? Yeah, well, can you can you narrow it down? Uh, oh, I, I really can't. It, it just just in general, it's just I just die so many times, and it, it's just it's probably the only game that, that kind of does that to me. So let, um, let's say everyone who's on the opposing team in Halo exactly. Five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that seems like a sensible answer. I was going to say, it, exclusive, Jordy Tommy wants to knock out Cortana. But, oh, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to say on the headline. You won't believe what's happened next. Tom, just to say, like, thank you for everything you do for the community. Not only have you been a great guest, you're one of the most entertaining Twitter feeds that I've probably ever read because of the amazing stuff that you do. And whatever you choose to do, be it retire, keep on going in the community, just enjoy everything because you thoroughly deserve it. Right, thank you very much. As long as I make people laugh and smile, that's my job done. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Jordy. Yeah, that was really, really good. And just what a great guy he is, yeah. to be honest with you. Except like... when Clay's microphone died towards the end. If anyone was wondering why Clay <laughs> uncharacteristically shut up, his microphone died. He wasn't actually... He, he was there talking, thinking that he was the, the star it of the was. show. I was. Yeah, that, that, apparently my microphone died. It's a thing. It happens. <laughs> yeah, Get over it, people. Should... Get over it. <laughs> everyone should totally go and check out Jordy's Twitter you should. Amazing yeah, stuff. I'm going to post the the video of the uh, unboxing if you want to see the Aaron Greenberg done of the controller. But go and follow him on Twitter and just see the amazing things he does for the Xbox community and charities. He, he thoroughly deserves anything that that guy gets, to be honest. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, should we move on to the next now, topic? So, this week it was actually announced that Xbox Live has hit a new record of active users. And that number is 55 million. Wow. 55 million. It's incredible. I know the Windows 10, of course, had a huge part in that. But just to think that there's 55 million people in the world active using an Xbox Live service, playing Xbox Live games, Phil must look at that number and go... Yes. Oh, I think anyone who works at Microsoft looks at that oh, yeah. number and goes, yes. <laughs> I mean, think of it. Now, you know, Phil's master plan to sort of unite everything together, this, this is only good for us because, as you said, this number is obviously inflated by, you know, Windows 10, Xbox 360, and probably even things like Surface or Windows Phone. But uh, with this, this whole Play Anywhere cross-play initiative, that 55 million comes closer, you know, basically every day to becoming an actual single unified player base of 55 million people, and that is awesome. Yeah, I do want to play Resident Evil, even though it looks really, really scary, and I probably would have to play it in small seconds. I'm going to buy it tomorrow. And I, well, I was going to wait for it to come out and get cheaper on disc before I buy it, but the fact that it's Play Anywhere makes me just want to buy it digital now. Mm. 
And of course, that means that the developer does not have the the resale, as in the the pre-owned copy side of the sale, which they make no money on. I'm getting the benefit out of the fact that I'm being able to play it on my PC or my Xbox. This is just going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I, I have a message for Phil Spencer. You know what's uh, fifty-five? Right That's right. He is listening. We know he's listening every week. <laughs> uh, fifty-five million isn't cool. You know what's cool? One billion users. One billion million. <laughs> One billion. Sorry, I was stealing that from for whatever reason. That made me think of the Facebook movie with <laughs> Justin Timberlake Ugh. making that quote. To, oh. I thought you were referring to Austin Powers. Yeah, I thought so too. No, <laughs> I'm actually proud that I didn't get that reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite yeah. proud of that as I'm well. Glee says my, my delivery was horrible as <laughs> yeah. well. So, but, but we also have. Uh, it always is. We have one more piece of Xbox news uh, just to sort of tie into this new record and it's actually something that we predicted last week that is of course Mike Ibarra confirmed the death of snap mode thank goodness you said his name because I can never say that right Ibarra Ibarra yeah, uh, uh, Ibarra 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 is that Ibarra, Ibarra. well yeah, I can never say if, it right if I was to say that in Finnish <laughs> it would be Ibarra no one cares. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> in, in, it, by the way, Insider Program, if you're in there, it's uh, it's what it's called right now. Yeah. Insider Program. The the new update is uh, oh, that, uh, that new dashboard. Very nice. Oh. I know. Uh, I don't miss the snap mode at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, wait, I think we predicted it, but I think any, anyone could yeah. really predict it. We're not that exactly the uh, <laughs> industry forecasting experts here. The writing <laughs> was on the wall. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Let me prediction prediction. Uh, the snap mode is now. <laughs> it's funny, but something that was marketed as being an individual and amazing feature when the Xbox first launched, do this in the side whilst you're doing it, is now widely celebrated as being a great thing to be removed. Yeah, well, hey, you learn as you go. Gotta, I mean, appar- con- constantly evolve. Yeah, but apparently though, they're not killing it entirely. They're replacing it with picture in picture. Which makes more sense because it's less resource-heavy. And not just that, it doesn't actually, like, re- um, take it, like, for example, when you watch a video, you're only using, like, the top tenth of the screen and the rest of the snap is field well, is blank. I've used it. I was achievement hunting this week and I had the achievements ah, but do you have the in a small dash? area. Have yeah. you seen that, nice. that sexy new achievement uh, hunting screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly correct. So that that's what I was using, just the three little achievements at the bottom as I was working towards them. So it, it's perfect. Like it's never had a a UI that works better than this ever. I don't think. Yeah. And can we even talk about it? Yeah, we Is can. Not under yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think know not? we could talk about it or not. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it's it just works so well and as I said it, it's sad to see any feature that was so heavily promoted at the beginning go but when it's been replaced as something as powerful as this who's going to complain mm-hmm. you know we have the uh, the uh, the head of the preview pro- so, <clears throat> I'm sorry the insider program uh, and also a couple of other like the insider programs official help channel posting on the subreddit by the way uh, these days so if anyone has any questions for them feel free to uh, to tag them in i believe that their account name is uh insider program i can't remember now but we'll put it in we'll the post thread. It in the notes 
but yeah yeah we'll put it in the notes we'll put it in the notes but yeah Ask them any of the questions you have. They're there. They're just like the official Xbox support channel. They're uh, they're lurking. We might even be able to drag <laughs> them onto the the podcast at some point. But uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully. Be nice. Hey, and uh, hey, real quick before we wrap things up, if uh, you've heard us talk a lot about Rainbow Six Siege, if you have us. not played it and want to try it, it is free us. this weekend to play. Us. <laughs> By us, you mean you. No, Ross plays it. I played. I played with. I played it. Yeah, I played with Ross. Just not. I you, am terrible please. at it. Yeah, just not me. I, I'm. I'm the gaming hipster. No Overwatch. So, no. So please, siege. please play it. If you already own Siege, this would be a great weekend to play. Let me tell you, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> so thanks for joining us uh, for another episode of Xbox One Party Chat. I've been, as per usual, your host Ross, and we'll be back next week with all the latest news from the subreddit and possibly even another exciting guest. For another week, Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. So, should we move on to the next nah. topic? Yeah, well, we've got a little bit of uh, a, a person posted on the subreddit this week, a little bit of help, a little bit of a public service announcement, I believe. Oh? Have I opened up the wrong thing? You have, yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> it's the 55 million active users is the one we're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that went. Right. I have one more. I have one more very quick thing at the very end as well. Okay, hashtag okay. podcasting. Shall we go again? 